Glory, hallelujah. Welcome you to Spy Wednesday. It's a holy Wednesday in the Holy Week as we continue our daily podcast for this Passion Week. We want to specially welcome you to this morning. And by the special grace of God, I'll be reading from Mark chapter 13, 1 to 13, as we go into the study for today. But at the same time, as we move on close to crucifixion, we're going to be playing this music in the background all through. But please listen to the teaching as you enjoy the um, music in the background. Mark chapter 13, 1 to 13. And as he came out of the temple, one of the disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? They will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the olive Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us when will these things be, and what will be the sign when all these things are about to come to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nations, kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquake in various places. There will be famine. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to the councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake, to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say. But say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death and you will be hated by all for my name's sake but the one who endures to the end shall be saved may we pray heavenly father we thank you for this beautiful morning seeing how you have shown to us the importance of what you have done and how israel have proven to be fruitless and even the temple sacrifice is not longer useful because you have stepped into the scene, you have stepped into your creation. Therefore, as we study this morning, continue to open our eyes in Jesus' name. Amen. We know judgment is coming. We know for sure judgment is coming. After Jesus have clearly shown to the disciples that Israel is fruitless just like the temple is fruitless and he pronounced judgment as the King George over Israel and over the temple and 
the sacrifice, the items needed for sacrifice has been thrown away and some overturned. The Pharisees and the scribes understand this clearly and they began to plot to kill him. Now Jesus immediately, he stepped out of the temple in verse 13. The disciples were wondering, why will Jesus say this kind of thing? Look at how beautiful the stones of the temple looks. Look at how beautiful the temple itself looks. And Jesus said to them in verse 2 of Mark chapter 13, Do you see these great buildings? They will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. So the disciples are also trying to miss out. You know, if you've seen the beautiful temple of Solomon, they are mighty buildings and these are things to be admired by human eyes. You know, people literally go there to behold the beauty of what God has instructed Solomon to build and what Solomon successfully built. But Jesus clearly said to them, none of these things will be left on each other. And of course, they ask, when can this thing be? And this is the good thing that Jesus have shown to us, to them and then to us today, that for sure judgment is coming and this is what will happen. Number one sign, false prophets. From verses 5 to 6, of course, verses 21 to 23 of the same Mark chapter 13. What characterize these false prophets are exaggerated claims and signs and miracles because the very real danger is that the elect may also be led astray. And that's why we are warned, do not be deceived. In every sign he said, he gives a counsel. False prophets will rise. Exaggerated claims here and there of what God has used them to do. Sometimes you even see that, but you know they are not true. I'm not disputing the fact that they are not signs, they are not miracles. But every child of God who has the Spirit of God in him should be able to sense when these things have been exaggerated, when these things are not being genuine. And that's what Jesus is saying. If not, if you're not able to do that, even though you are elect, you may be led astray. Sign 2, catastrophe from verse 7 to 8. Is a store fills in our newspaper today. The catastrophe we, we hear about. All kinds of evil happening here and there. Of course, for those who are in Nigeria, well, those who are in North, there are reports of daily killings, kidnapping, rapings, and all kinds of evil. And these are the catastrophe that are coming close. In other countries, you hear about earthquakes. You hear about wars and rumors of wars. But all of that is only the bed, bed peg, the bed pains of something even worse that is to come. So, if you have ever seen any of these things closely, or you read the newspaper, or see some gruesome pictures, this is just like a woman entering into her labor, the bed pain just about to start, because there is something worse. Jesus is saying, for sure, judgment is coming. And of course, this is a reason why people will worry and fear. It's natural. So, Jesus said, do not be alarmed. It's a very good practical warning and counsel for us. Sign 3, persecution, verses 9 to 13. Opposition to Christians will come from every conceivable quarter, like we're seeing today. That's what Jesus is saying. You know, nations, uh, nations sorry, brothers uh, coming against brothers, father against their, their, their children, all kinds of things. 
are coming against the church today. But Jesus is saying, this is happening because of my namesake. But there is God's purpose through it all. The worldwide spread of the gospel will surely take place. That is what really matters. You know, and that's why he always called his uh, disciples to instruct them. The instruction then to the disciples is speak out fearlessly and stand firm. If there's anything that we're not doing is we're, 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 we're in fear. We, we don't take to the counsel of Jesus and we're not speaking fearlessly. If there's anything that we ought to be doing, every other sign is happening but not this one, which is the sight of the Christian to rise up and speak fearlessly, stand firm and preach the gospel because the gospel must be preached all throughout the world. Sign 4, sacrilege, verse 14 and 20. Let the reader understand. If you check verse 14, you see that it implies that we will understand what Jesus means if we think about it clearly. You see that if you're thinking about it, you see what he means. As usual, the meaning is in the Old Testament, referring to the discretion, like you check, see that in Daniel chapter 11, verse 2, um, the destruction in Daniel chapter 9, verse 25 to 27. Of course, that of Jerusalem and of the temple, you see that clearly it has happened already. And of course, this happened first in 167 BC with the Aritokos Epiphans, and again it happens in 70 AD with the Romans. And it will repeat himself. That is what the Bible has said to us in Second Thessalonians verse chapter 2, verse 3 to 10, and also First John chapter 2, verse 18. Note this clearly: that in the midst of this awful thing. God is sovereign. God is still in control. That's what people, that's what, what people miss out. With the chaos and the confusion, the sacrilege, the persecution, the catastrophe, the false prophet, people ask, where is God? You know, when you look carefully, and that's why I said, let the reader understand. Of course, the sign that in all of these four signs, in the things that are happening in all generations, is showing to us that God is in control. Why? Because he knew them before it happened and he has said that ahead of time. So, of course, it is all happening exactly as the God in control has said it. So, if he's not in control, he wouldn't have known about it, he wouldn't have said it, but is it thing that Christians need to understand as you read the scripture, let the reader understand that God is sovereign and God is in control and God has said it and what God said is happening. That should give us courage but that should also make us to be, to be careful. Why? Because this is not the end but the end is coming and for sure judgment is coming. So like we saw judgment on the fig tree um, the key thing here is that these things in verse 29 refers to the sign uh, in, in, in verse 5 and 23. But listen carefully. So when we see the four signs, we will know that he, he is near. Because all these signs repeat throughout history. In every generation, do you see a sign that he has won and what has happened? And he's saying when you see this, understand that the coming of the king is near and when the king is coming because he's a king judge is coming with judgment judgment is certain so what should be our response be ready brothers and sisters be ready 
live in the light of the end and live in the light that judgment is coming. The important thing is that the servants need to be ready when their master returns. This is exactly what Jesus has been teaching since from chapter 8 verse 31 following to those who follow Jesus their life ought to be conscious. They need to be conscious of the life to come, the next world to come, the next kingdom that he's preparing. Here is a point that is made clearly and sharper here. We have been given evidences. We have been given evidence of this thing in seeing the signs in our generation that Jesus is about to return. So therefore, brothers and sisters, get ready for judgment is coming. And for sure, judgment is coming and the king is near. And the Lord will help us to take all these things seriously because we take that for granted like in the days of Noah's people were rejoicing, they were celebrating, they have warned them already here, they didn't hear. And judgment came. May the Lord help us that we will not be caught on guard, we will not be caught unaware, but we will stand. And the things that matter to us the most is let the reader understand. Let us not follow the things of the world. But for every sign that Jesus has given about the end time is, has come to play, I believe what is holding up or what is holding him up from coming is the gospel has to be preached. And by all means, if you've listened to this podcast, do your best, share it with your brothers, your sister. You never can tell where this will reach and who this will bless. Because if you don't know judgment is coming, then you may live your life carelessly. The Lord will help us to be prepared all the times in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you for your word. Thank you because you have made us see from your book that we can know for sure that judgment is coming and the King judge is coming. But to those who see the sign of, of the end time and put their heart for you said that they that endures to the end shall be saved. We ask that that shall be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for what you have done for us. Um, and for all those who have listened, we ask that we may continue to be patient with those listening and also distribute. See you tomorrow. God bless you.